The readings for the Friday of the week of Pentecost 4, year 1. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, the 45th chapter, verses 6 to 16. He exalted Aaron, the brother of Moses, a holy man like him, of the tribe of Levi. He made an everlasting covenant with him, and gave him the priesthood of the people. He blessed him with splendid vestments, and put a glorious robe upon him. He clothed him with superb perfection, and strengthened him with the symbols of authority, the linen breeches, the long robe, and the ephod. And he encircled him with pomegranates, and with very many golden bells round about, to send forth a sound as he walked, to make their ringing heard in the temple as a reminder to the sons of his people. With a holy garment of gold and blue, and purple, the work of an embroiderer, with the oracle of judgment, Urim and Thummim, with twisted scarlet, the work of a craftsman, with precious stones engraved like signets, and a setting of gold, the work of a jeweler, for a reminder in engraved letters, according to the number of the tribes of Israel, with a gold crown upon his turban, inscribed like a signet with holiness, a distinction to be prized, the work of an expert, the delight of the eyes richly adorned. Before his time there never were such beautiful things. No outsider ever put them on, but only his sons and his descendants perpetually. His sacrifices shall be wholly burned, twice every day continually. Moses ordained him and anointed him with holy oil. It was an everlasting covenant for him and for his descendants all the days of heaven, to minister to the Lord and serve his priest and bless his people in his name. He chose him out of all the living to offer sacrifice to the Lord, incense and a pleasing odor as a memorial portion to make atonement for the people. A reading from 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 11 to 21. I have been a fool. You forced me to it, for I ought to have been commended by you. For I was not at all inferior to these superlative apostles, even though I am nothing. The signs of a true apostle were performed among you in all patience, with signs and wonders and mighty works. For in what were you less favored than the rest of the churches, except that I myself did not burden you? Forgive me for this wrong. Here for the third time I am ready to come to you, and I will not be a burden, for I seek not what is yours, but you. For children ought not to lay up for their parents, but parents for their children. I will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. If I love you the more, am I to be loved the less? But granting that I myself did not burden you, I was crafty, you say, and got the better of you by guile. Did I take advantage of you through any of those whom I sent to you? I urged Titus to go and sent the brother with him. Did Titus take advantage of you? Did we not act in the same spirit? Did we not take the same steps? Have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves before you? It is in the sight of God that we have been speaking in Christ, and all for your upbuilding, beloved. For I fear that perhaps I may come and find you not what I wish, and that you may find me not what you wish. That perhaps there may be quarreling, jealousy, anger, selfishness, slander, gossip, conceit, and disorder. I fear that when I come again, my God may humble me before you, and I may have to mourn over many of those who sinned before and have not repented of the impurity, immorality, and licentiousness which they have practiced. 
A reading from the Gospel of St. Luke, the 19th chapter, verses 41 to 48. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace! But now they are hid from your eyes, for the day shall come upon you, when your enemies will cast up a bank about you, and surround you, and hem you in on every side, and dash you to the ground, you and your children within you. And they will not leave one stone upon another in you, because you did not know the time of your visitation. And he entered the temple, and began to drive out those who sold, saying to them, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people sought to destroy him, but they did not find anything they could do, for all the people hung upon his words. Psalm 35 Fight those who fight me, O Lord. Attack those who are attacking me. Take up shield and armor and rise up to help me. Draw the sword and bar the way against those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those who seek after my life be shamed and humbled. Let those who plot my ruin fall back and be dismayed. Let them be like chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord drive them away. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For they have secretly spread a net for me without a cause. Without a cause they have dug a pit to take me alive. Let ruin come upon them unawares. Let them be caught in the net they hid. Let them fall into the pit they dug. Then I will be joyful in the Lord. I will glory in his victory. My very bones will say, Lord, who is like you? You deliver the poor from those who are too strong for them, the poor and needy from those who rob them. Malicious witnesses rise up against me. They charge me with matters I know nothing about. They pay me evil in exchange for good. My soul is full of despair. But when they were sick, I dressed in sackcloth and humbled myself by fasting. I prayed with my whole heart, as one would for a friend or a brother. I behaved like one who mourns for his mother, bowed down and grieving. But when I stumbled, they were glad and gathered together. They gathered against me. Strangers whom I did not know tore me to pieces and would not stop. They put me to the test and mocked me. They gnashed at me with their teeth. O Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from the roaring beasts and my life from the young lions. I will give you thanks in the great congregation. I will praise you in the mighty throng. Do not let my treacherous foes rejoice over me, nor let those who hate me without a cause wink at each other. For they do not plan for peace, but invent deceitful schemes against the quiet in the land. They opened their mouths at me and said, Aha! We saw it with our own eyes. You saw it, O Lord. Do not be silent. O Lord, be not far from me. Awake, arise to my cause, to my defense, my God and my Lord. Give me justice, O Lord, my God according to your righteousness. Do not let them triumph over me. Do not let them say in their hearts, Aha! Just what we want. Do not let them say we have swallowed him up. Let all who rejoice at my ruin be ashamed and disgraced. Let those who boast against me be clothed with dismay and shame. Let those who favor my cause sing out with joy and be glad. Let them say always, Great is the Lord, who desires the prosperity of his servant. And my tongue shall be talking, of your righteousness, and of your praise all the day long. Let us pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.